This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now on to today's episode. So what are the most important scales that will help you improvise over jazz standards? Let's talk about that. What's up, Brenton here from Learn Jazz Standards. Hope musicians just like you learn how to play jazz all while shortening the learning curve, no matter what instrument you play. Welcome to another quick win episode of the podcast where we do episodes like this where we talk about music theory and jazz improvisation. So make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss out on any episode that happens here. So when I talk about scales, I like to keep things very simple. So I'm just gonna be going over what I consider to be the most important scales over the five qualities of seventh chords, seventh chords being the most common chords in jazz standards. And rather than just listing them off for you one at a time, we're going to use the song Stella by Starlight as an example. Stella sounds like this. stick around to the very end of the video where I'm going to give a very important disclaimer about scales and show you how you can start making scales actually musical. So stick around to the very end. Okay, so whenever I'm making choices about what scales to play over chords, I'm not thinking about what scale do I play over one chord. I'm thinking about the harmonic context and that's what informs my scale making decision. So in the case of Stella by Starlight, the first two chords are E minor 7 flat 5 and A7. So E minor 7 flat 5 and A7. And Whenever I see a half diminished chord starting, followed by a dominant seventh chord, I know that this is a two five in a minor key, okay? So half diminished followed by a dominant seven. And in this case, it's unresolved. It doesn't resolve to a one chord. It would resolve to a D minor seven. It doesn't do that in this particular case. However, having that context and harmonic understanding, then I can start making choices over what to do over these chords. So over top of half diminished chords, minor seven flat five chords, one of the most common choices and easiest choices is the Locrian scale or the Locrian mode. And it sounds like this. Okay, now Locrian, it sounds scary. It's the seventh mode of the major scale. And really all that means is that it is related to a major scale that has the seventh or the lead tone relating to it. So E would be the last tone of some major scale. And we know that to be F major, right? So E to F, that's the last, the seventh to the root again. So we're really just playing the F major scale when we're playing E Locrian. So that's a little bit of help to understand what notes to play if you already know your major scale. Now, a close second choice over top of half diminished chords would be simply to sharp this F natural. And now we have a Locrian sharp two scale, which sounds like this. Just simply sharpening that second tone of the Locrian scale will give us that result. And it's another great choice to make over half diminished chords. Now over top of this A7, while it's not the most basic scale or the basic choice, I actually like to think of 
altered scales over top of dominant seventh chords that I know are gonna resolve to a minor seventh chord. And the reason I do make that choice or I think about it that way is because when you listen to professional jazz musicians improvise, often they're playing a lot of altered ideas over top of. Right, over top of those five to one relationships in minor keys. So the altered scale, or in this case, the A altered scale sounds like this. So the altered scale is a great choice to play over dominant seventh chords, five chords that resolve to a minor key. Okay, again, we wanna be looking at our harmonic context of Stella. So we go back to our chords analysis and we see that the next two chords are C minor seven, F7, right? So what would we play over those? So when I look at that, a C minor seven to F7, that looks like a two five to B flat major. Now, again, this particular progression doesn't resolve. This happens a lot in Stella by Starlight. However, with that context in mind, I can begin to make choices. And one of the most basic choices to make over top of any two chord in a major key would be Dorian. So in this case, C Dorian would sound like this. Dorian is the second mode of the major scale. So if we think C, what is C the second scale tone of in a major scale? It's B flat major. So really the C Dorian scale is just like I'm playing the B flat major scale just starting on the C note, okay? So C Dorian for that. Now, looking ahead, we have another five chord, a dominant seventh chord, but I'm actually gonna make a different choice here. While I could play the altered scale, Mixolydian is just a basic scale to play over top. So Mixolydian sounds like this, so F Mixolydian. Mixolydian, it's the fifth mode of the major scale, so we're thinking F is the fifth tone of what scale, and again, if we're doing our math right, it is B flat major. So C minor seven and F seven are all related to B flat major, but another easy way to think of that Mixolydian scale is like a major scale with a flat seven in it, which defines that dominant seventh chord really well, okay? So that's Dorian over top of two chords in major keys and mixolydian over five chords in major keys. Now, just to reinforce some of my decision-making here, we have F minor seven, B flat seven to E flat major seven as the next chords. The melody goes like this. F minor seven to B flat seven to E flat major seven. So that's a two, five, one in E flat major. So again, over the two, we can play F Dorian. Over the B flat seven, the five chord, we can play Mixolydian. And then over the E flat major seven, we can play Ionian. Now Ionian is just another fancy way to say the major scale. So E flat major. Now this A flat seven chord, it's kind of interesting and there's a lot of theoretical analysis we could put into this. Technically it's what we call a backdoor dominant, meaning it's actually resolving to this chord right here, the B flat major chord, right? But I won't go too deep into that right now, but when you see a dominant seventh chord just kind of hanging out right there, again, just a basic choice like the Mixolydian would be a great choice. So the B A flat Mixolydian. Now I wanna fast forward really quickly to bars 10 and 11, where we have an E minor seven flat five, an A seven and a D minor seven. And the melody goes like this. Okay, 
so that's a 2-5-1 in D minor, and we already know that we can play the Locrian over top of the E minor 7 flat 5, the Altered Scale over the A7, and then over top of the D minor 7 1 chord, a good choice could be Aeolian, which is really just a natural minor scale. So D natural minor is a great choice over top of a one chord. However, you can also play a Dorian scale over top of minor one chords. You can also play melodic minor over top of those chords if you want that kind of minor major seventh sound. It all works. I just think Aeolian is a really simple one to go for. So now we've covered four qualities of seventh chords at this point. We're only missing one. So we have our major seventh chords. We can play Ionian or major. Our minor seventh chords, if it's a two chord, we can play Dorian, or if it's a one chord, we can play Aeolian, Dorian, or melodic minor. Now, we also have dominant seven, so dominant seven, we could play an altered scale if it's resolving to a minor chord, and we can also play mixolydian if it's resolving to a major chord. Over top of our half diminished chords, we can play either the Locrian scale or the Locrian sharp two scale. So before we continue, what I'd love to hear from you in the comments or the show notes below is what scales do you think are most important for jazz improvisation? And what are your favorite ones that you find the most useful? Would love to hear your thoughts. Now, the fifth quality of seventh chord is the fully diminished seventh chord. And there's not a fully diminished seventh chord in the jam session chord changes of Stella by Starlight. But for example, in Have You Met Miss Jones, there's an F major seven to an F sharp diminished seven to a G minor seven to a C seven. And so what can we play over top of that F sharp diminished seventh? Well, the most basic scale that you can play over a diminished seventh chord is the whole half diminished scale. And it sounds like this. One disclaimer about playing the whole half diminished scale is I think it can sound kind of strange when you're improvising unless you're explicitly targeting those chord tones. So when using the diminished seventh and playing the whole half diminished, focus more on the actual chord tones than you are the notes in between and thinking about the notes in between as simple resolutions to those chord tones. And again, the whole half really just means that the scale is made up of whole steps and half steps. So by the way, that important disclaimer about scales is that scales aren't really that musical in and of themselves. And I like to think of scales as kind of like training wheels, training wheels when you're learning to ride a bike. They're really useful for getting you started and you might not be able to learn how to ride that bike if you didn't use them at first, but you have to eventually take those training wheels off. And we wanna make sure that we're making scales actually musical. So we like to focus on a lot of things like approach tones and using rhythm, and focusing on chord tones more than scales. So yes, scales can be helpful, but ultimately you wanna be learning jazz language from recordings, learning chord tones, learning how to resolve to chord tones, and that's gonna give you the most musical results in the end. All right, that's all for today's Quick Win Podcast episode. Thanks for listening. Do appreciate you. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, and we'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.